Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Power of Man podcast, episode 61. My name is Rory Paquette, and I am, as always, your very humble host. I am so happy you could be here with us today. I know you folks have a million other places to go, a million other places to spend your time, and you're choosing to spend it here with us. I am eternally grateful. Thanks for coming along. Got a couple things to talk about today. Uh, the title is uh, basically the, the subject, obviously, and that is the pursuit of perfection is probably what's in your way. <laughs> the pursuit of perfection is probably your problem. The uh, pursuit of perfection is what's holding everybody up. As I sit here and I think about that just a little bit, you know, I remember back to uh, sports practices, for instance. Um, you know, I coached both my boys in uh, baseball and, um, you know, football and track and the whole bit. And um, both my boys played linebacker. And, you know, I know full well that the scheme that they ran in high school, both of them, they had to be in exactly the right spot at exactly the right time on the exact correct play every single time. Or there was a chance that the entire thing could break down. So they literally were on a quest to be perfect. Every time they got a chance to tackle somebody, if they missed, if they, you know, had poor form, if they grabbed him and, you know, the guy powered through him and, and, uh, he let him go. Your quest was to be perfect. If you were going to get a hold of somebody, you had to bring them down. In track, same thing. Both of them throwing the discus. You know, your release has to be perfect. Your spin has to be perfect. Your arm has to be back a certain amount. Um, the angle uh, that the discus comes off of your hand has to be in exactly the right spot. Your head has to be here. Your arm's got to be at this um, you know, parallel to the ground. I mean, you know, there were a million different things to the throw. And so every single day was yet another quest to be perfect. In fact, I heard both of them on many occasions reference at some point, they will have the perfect throw. And they just hope that it, you know, happens during a meet, you know, during some finals event or something, uh, and not, you know, during practice one day, <laughs> but there it was again, the quest for perfect in baseball. It was the same thing. Can you make the perfect throw from shortstop to first? Can you make the perfect catch? Can you throw the perfect pitch? Can you have the perfect swing? And so on and so on. And every aspect of baseball was the same thing. The absolute quest for perfect. In sports, however, there are measurable results. You're rarely perfect. Dare I say you're never perfect. But the results are sometimes good enough that less than perfect is still okay. 
in football, for instance, you can be in the wrong spot on two out of three plays. But if on third down and short, you're in the exact right spot and you make a tackle behind the line of scrimmage, well, it's fourth down and they got a punt. And the first two plays are kind of forgiven. In track, it's the same thing. You know, you go out and you get four throws with the discus. You only need one of them to be really good to win the meet. The other three can be below average. As long as you've got one, it's close to perfect. And those results will speak for themselves. In baseball, you can strike out two or three times. Commit a couple errors in the field. But if you're down one and there's two men on and you hit a home run over the top of the concession stand, (laughs) all is forgiven. And less than perfect is okay. The problem is we take that and we move on into life. And less than perfect is no longer okay. Less than perfect is failure. And as men, we can't handle failure. I realize that's a very broad statement. But look deep into your soul right now, guys. And frankly, for all the women who listen to this, you folks do it too. Is less than perfect really okay? Really okay. What tends to happen to us as we get older, less than perfect is viewed as failure. Failure over and over and over again leads to frustration. That frustration turns into futility. And if futility becomes why try? Why bother? Why push to be better? when it's not going to be good enough anyway. And so guys kind of fall into one of two categories, you know, um, either you are the, uh, wannabe perfectionist who's always striving, always trying, always feels like they're failing and coming up short, even though their measurable results of less than perfect are still better than most, but you never stop trying. You're always chasing perfection. You're never happy. You're never satisfied. You're never content. Or you become one of the guys who says, you know what? Perfect's not on the table. I'm not going to be perfect. So why try to be perfect? And then not only is less than perfect okay, but, you know, average or even below average in some cases is good enough. How many guys do you know that fall into one of those categories? Look at yourself and tell me, do you fit into one of those categories? I know I've spent uh, more than enough time in both. And neither one of them felt very good. It wasn't until I acknowledged that the quest for perfection, the quest itself, was what was fulfilling. I'll never reach perfection. 
That's for God. And I know I'll never get there. But I'm not falling into the, I know I'm never going to get there, so why bother? If we're going to be healthy about it, if we're going to continue to be, you know, measurably successful, we got to get to a point where we can say, hey, you know what? Less than perfect, as long as I'm trying my best, is good enough, dot, 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 for now. For now. And I'll try harder tomorrow. And that's a place that I've been sitting in recently. You know, those are the waters that I've been swimming around in, soaking in, um, just to see how they feel. And I got to be honest with you guys, that's not a bad place to be. You're continually striving to be better, but you're not loathsome of yourself for not being perfect. It's not bad. Frankly, the water's warm and you guys should jump in and try it. And you know, it's funny when you get to that point, not only does the, you know, perfect part, um, lose a little bit of its control over you, but you reach a point where trying to be perfect and coming up less than perfect can almost be humorous. <laughs> you know, I've been doing this podcast for 61 episodes now, and you would think that I'd be, you know, pretty good at it by now. At least I would think I would be. Um, and yet, you know, when I do interviews, I explain to people that I like to do interviews on a straight cut. What that means is, you know, I don't like to edit. I don't want to go back and change things and, you know, cut this out and add this in and, you know, put this plug and, you know, reword that. Look, it's a conversation. I'm inviting you folks to come in and listen to me have a conversation with somebody that I think you might want to listen to. And that conversation is going to be the same right here on this podcast as it would be if we were all sitting together in a coffee shop or a bar, you know, having a, a couple of drinks and just getting to know one another. And I think that's important. And what's funny is, you know, over my last few interviews, I've made mistakes. <laughs> I've been less than perfect. And in each case, you know, I looked at it and said, hmm, I wonder if I should fix that. And in each case, I said, you know what? It's not perfect. It's, it's imperfect. But I want to leave it. And I had reasons for it. And in every one of those cases, I got people sending me messages going, uh, hey, knucklehead, did you miss this or forget that? I mean, do you not how to know how to do this yet? I'll give you a couple of examples. Um, you know, back in episode 57, I interviewed John Alcon, okay, my life coach. And a personal trainer. And um, 
we got to the end and, you know, I did my sign off, my usual, uh, you know, until next time. And, um, I swear I hit the button to stop the recording. And I heard, you know, the lady's voice on zoom say recording stopped. (laughs) And yet for some reason, when I, you know, booted it all up and saved it and played it back, um, it didn't actually stop recording. So there's a pause at the end of that. And then there's another couple minutes of conversation between me and John. And I listened to that and I was like, oh, I should take that down. I should fix that. And then I listened to everything that we were saying to each other. And it was 100% real. Nothing was scripted, just like the conversation. And, you know, as John's sitting there talking to me off the record, he starts, you know, laying down this gold about how emotions matter and, you know, certain things are important. And I'm listening to this. And, you know, when I heard it from him after the podcast, it meant something to me. It was important. And I said, you know, we just got like a bonus gem from John Alcon. I'm leaving this on here. This is bonus content from my listeners. So I made the decision to keep it on there for the listeners. And hey, if nothing else, give them something to laugh about. You know, (laughs) man, Rory didn't hit, you know, didn't hit stop on the recording. And we still got hate. We still got the people who, you know, thought they (laughs) had me on something. On uh, episode 58 with Nick Hoffer. um, I mean, that that dude was awesome. He, uh, you know, put out a fantastic interview. Found out things I had no idea about. Um, We've gotten so many uh, positive comments about that one. And at the end, I was getting ready to do the the sign-off. And, you know, he just jumped off the recording. I mean, he does a lot of recording, so he knew when it was time to end. And he just jumped off. And so I went, oh, okay, well, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and do my wrap-up solo. So I just did it. And it wasn't the way it was supposed to go. But you know what? Um, It came out fine. And I'm like, all right, do I edit any of this? I said, no, hell no. <laughs> Let's just put this out for the listeners and, and let them have it. And, you know, he interviews people on Instagram all the time. Um, you know, John Alcon, if you want to follow him, he's at, at John Alcon, J-O-N-A-L-C-O-N. All right. And Nick is somebody you should follow also. Um, and he's got a unique way of spelling uh, his name. Uh, it's, you know, Nicholas Hoffer, but it's N-I-C-K-E-L-A-S, Nicholas, um, Hoffer, H-O-F-F-E-R, all one word, you know, on, uh, on Instagram. Nick does Instagram lives with guests. And, you know, I catch as many of those as I possibly can. I mean, cause they're all different times of the day. So whenever I get the notification, he's going live, I jump on, um, and Nick is a guy who's like, you know, when it comes to his, uh, his lives, he's not worried about perfection. He's worried about delivering, you know, one episode it'll be, well, I'm using my, uh, you know, my AirPods, uh, and this setup and the next episode it'll be, well, you know, I'm, my AirPods got soaked or something. And so I'm going to do it this way and we're going to see how this works. 
And then just a couple episodes ago, he's walking around outside and he said, you know what? I'm just going to walk around outside for this one and see if that gives me a different background. (laughs) And I love it because the guy's just out there trying new things. You know, he's just jumping off the cliff, seeing what happens. Then we're going to come back to that. Because in episode 59, with Stephen Butler, um, here's this guy, you know, Stephen, who's giving me this this fantastic interview. We're talking about his family and uh, things he's overcome and everything else. And at the end, I'm going, all right, I'm going to do this like I did with with Nick Hoffer. We're going to go ahead and close out, and then I'll hang up, and then I'll, you know, do my close. You know, believe it. You're worth it. Until next time. And somewhere in the middle of the whole thing, my brain freezes up and I'm like, all right, man, take care. We'll see you later. And I hit the stop recording button. (laughs) And it's over. And so I'm sitting there going, oh man, this was a great interview. Do I go back and add in, you know, my clothes? And I'm like, no, (laughs) you don't. Look, it's different. It's not my normal closeout, and everybody's going to know that. You guys all know I end everything with until next time. And this one time I didn't. And of course, I had somebody let me know that. It was actually after that one that somebody got a little bit uh, you know, rude and they were like, you know, do you really know how to use your equipment yet? <laughs> the answer is no. At that moment, I did not use the equipment. I hit the wrong button. But so what? I mean, really, if you're listening to this right now, I got to ask you, so what? They were still really good interviews. The guys who did the interviews had a good time. Um, I had a good time. We got some awesome information. We got three great stories. Our listeners got, you know, some really good info. They got some really good, uh, you know, material. Who cares if it wasn't perfect? You know, I'm recording right now. I got a little bit of a summer cold and my voice is a little scratchy. It's not my usual deep, you know, baritone resounding um, voice, right? It's a little scratchy. I could have put it off and said I'm not going to record tonight. Why? Because my voice is a little scratchy? If you guys don't know it's me by now, then you're not paying attention. Of course you know it's me. It's not perfect. And you know, folks, it's that ridiculous pursuit of perfection that also keeps us stuck. And I mean stuck, mired in crap. It's the reason why, you know, you go to a job every day that you hate. It's the reason why you don't start that side hustle or you don't pick up that microphone or you don't grab a pen and start writing. It's the reason why you just, you know, paid for that webinar, got this awesome package on how to start this business and decided against it right then. Because what if it isn't perfect? What if people laugh? 
What if people think I'm not good enough? Now, I was actually born, I think, with a a gene or a chromosome or something that gave me the I don't care vibe. I don't care what people think of me. I want to help. I want to help husbands and fathers not have to go through all of the pain and suffering that I went through, not have to go through all the pain and suffering that I've seen so many other men go through. And if by me doing this, as imperfect as I am, if by me doing this, I can prevent one man, one, from going through that garbage, then I have fulfilled my calling. I've done my job. And to me, that's what matters. If you've been following our uh, our Instagram account, you know, at Power Man Podcast on Instagram, you've seen that I've been experimenting with reels lately and putting a lot of those out. I put out a uh, you know motivational reel uh, today, as a matter of fact, uh, with my youngest son throwing the disc, and you know it's a picture of him practicing, and I, I'll never forget it on a Saturday night. You know, both my boys did this. It's a Saturday evening. There's no reason for anybody to be out there. The field is empty. He's on the discus pad. You know, he's got his hat on. He's working his butt off. He's sweating everywhere, and he's just throwing, 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 throwing. He's working on a couple different things. Now, as he's working on these things, it's practice. So he's not worried about staying in the circle. And within 10 minutes of posting that reel, I get a comment from somebody going, well, that throws a foul. That doesn't even count. His foot went outside the circle. (laughs) And that so clearly was not the point of the reel. But somebody had to point out that His throw wasn't perfect. You know, in this era of social media, where everybody gets to be a keyboard warrior and sit behind their screen in their mom's basement and get all brave and, you know, critique the world so that they feel good about the fact that they're not accomplishing anything with their lives. You get stuff like this. But there's always been stuff like this. When I was younger, I wanted to follow a couple different career paths. You know, one of the things I I told my, uh, you know, my mom and, and my dad early on was I wanted to be a lawyer. Yep. Not a fireman, not a cowboy, not an astronaut, a lawyer. And the reason I wanted to be a lawyer is because I saw, you know, a movie with a really cool lawyer in it. (coughs) Excuse me. I'm sorry. (coughs) Let me get a sip of my beverage. (coughs) 
just a plain old beverage today, but it's doing the job. I saw a really cool lawyer in a movie, and I just thought that that, that was so neat, the way that this lawyer um, made this argument and proved this point and, and was so smart and so cool and ended up saving this guy's life. And I was like, man, that, that would be so neat to be able to go in there and, and be like that. And so, of course, I said, hey, you know, I want to be a lawyer. My mom, being my mom, was very supportive. Oh, hey, you know, if you work hard, you sure can. And my dad actually told me, well, you know, good luck with that. You got to go to school for all kinds of time. And, you know, you got to get really good grades and you got to be really smart. Implying that I wasn't. So sorry, I hate talking about stuff with my dad. Um, anyway, so the idea that you can't do something unless you're going to be perfect at it, especially in this day and age, is absolutely ludicrous. So I encourage you, I encourage all of you, let it go. Go out and fail. Go out and make a mistake. Walk out the door and screw something up royally. And to hell with everybody else. Try something. If something is grabbing your interest, give it a try. If something's grabbing your heart, give it a try. If you want to have a podcast, if you want to have a YouTube channel, if you want to, you know, write a book, do it. I mean, the first draft of the first book that I ever wrote was terrible. And I've always been a pretty good writer. But it was the first draft of the first book I'd ever written. And if I hadn't taken the time to write that and gotten all the negative feedback I got on it, then I wouldn't have had a second draft, which was better. And I wouldn't have had a third draft, which got published. And when I wrote my second book, I wouldn't have been able to get it all down to the first draft where the first draft was the one that got published because it was good enough. I liked it enough. I didn't want to sit there and tinker with it and change what came from my heart. And when I started this podcast, like I've told you guys before, I grabbed the microphone and I sat down and I just started talking. When you go back and listen to that first episode, it wasn't scripted. I didn't have a big old outline. That was me and my mic and my heart. And I hit record 
I hit save and I hit publish. Didn't even have the volume right. But I did it. And 61 episodes later, I'm still doing it. And, you know, I still don't exactly know how to work everything, but you know what? It's good enough. I encourage you. I implore you. Throw that pride, throw that safety, throw those old tapes in your head out the damn window. It is time to give up the pursuit of perfection and take messy action. And when you start to question yourself, you only have one answer. Who cares to hell with it? Well, what about this and this and that? Who cares? The hell with it. Well, but you still have that. Nope. Who cares? The hell with it. Do it. Time to jump. And you know why. Because damn it, you're worth it. And you need to believe it. Until next time.